I came in, kid from Canada, um, never played American football, adjusting to being a college student, mm -hmm. adjusting to having an injury for like a serious injury for the first time. Um, so like that was like a really hard time for me. During that time, like right before COVID and during COVID is when I did a lot of my growing and developing and ultimately led me to play my freshman year. What was that transition like from Canada? Going to State College, <clears throat> Pennsylvania, I mean, even just the cultural part, but also the football part. I mm -hmm. mean, it was definitely a transition for sure. There's obviously a lot of major rule changes. Like mm -hmm. you can run 15 yards from behind the line of scrimmage before yeah. a snap and the goal that post is at the, the front of the end zone. And yeah. you can run a post yeah. from the three. I, I ran a post from the three yard line and caught it in the back yeah. of the end zone. Like it's 20 yard end zones. Yeah. So there's some things like that that are different. Really my mom kind of keeping us together. Um, and she did a lot for you know, making sure that we were where we need to be and making sure everything was taken care of. How hard it is to go to law school. Like some people struggle doing that, just being a single 20 year old. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she was doing that with six kids and, wow. and she was like in her thirties. She's an amazing woman. She's done a lot for me. And I test a lot of my, you know, my work ethic and kind of some of my mental traits to her and just kind of growing up watching how hard she works. Whatever team drafts you in, in April, what, what are they getting? What's up, guys? Welcome into the Next Up Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Brenneman. We got a great episode for you today. We were at the Peach Bowl with my man, Theo Johnson, Penn State star tight end, now going to be a top pick in the NFL draft. Sat down with Theo and talked about his career at Penn State, the adversity he's overcome from uh, living in a hotel room by himself during COVID, thinking about leaving to now uh, being one of the top tight ends in college football and in the NFL draft. Uh, Theo's going to have a long NFL career, and you can get it, get to hear his story before he becomes a famous NFL tight end. So appreciate Theo for doing this. Before we get there, please subscribe to this podcast, whether you're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Uh, leave a rating, share it with a friend. All your support allows me to go around the country and have one of the very best guests in football. So shout out to Theo. Appreciate all your support. Let's go talk to Theo Johnson. Next up. All right, big news. We dropped our merch at Mercury, the college sports company. We have college football tees, college basketball tees, the perfect gift for anyone in your life and perfect for you. I wear them all the time, whether it's on podcasts, whether it's working out. I love the college football tee. So click on the link in the description or go to shop.teammercury.io. That's shop.teammercury.io and use my code ADAMB15 for 15% off your purchase. Code ADAMB for 15% off your purchase. And guys, you buying our merch supports me, supports our company, and allows me to go around and have the best guests on our podcast. So get some of the best merch you can get in college sports. College football, college basketball. We have tees for our podcast. We have hats. We have sweatshirts. Everything you can possibly want. Shop.teammercury.io. Code Adam B for 15% off your purchase. Have you uh, have you met Mike Isicki at all? Uh, I met him one time. Uh, he came by the facility. It was funny. It was actually after the day that I beat his 40 record. Oh, really? Like he was just up there, and I said, what's up to him? I was just talking to him. You beat his 40 record? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Uh, I think his was like a 4-5-3, four, four, and I ran a 4-5-1. You couldn't run a 4-4? Four, four. That's, that's the plan for the combine. That's my goal. Is a, You're going to run a 4-4? Four, four? I'm trying to run a 4-4-9. You four, would be four, a first-round pick if you run a 4-4. Four, four. That's, that's, my, that's my goal right now, 4-4-9. Four, four, Damn. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't uh, ran a 40 a minute, but I know I got it in me. You just got to get the technique down. I texted Gasicki as you were coming over here, and I said, I'm about to be with Theo Johnson. You should FaceTime us and give him some advice for the NFL. And he responds and said, 
Adam, you know I have a job, right? <laughs> he goes, I'm literally walking out of practice. The stretch starts in three minutes or else I would have. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I guess he's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, you're probably a little bit of a better blocker than he is. <laughs> yeah. You can combine, combine the blocking and the receiving. Are we, are we rolling now? Um, well, I'm glad you come on again. I appreciate it. It's, yeah. it's bowl week Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put this out after the game, but... I'm, I'm glad, first of all, that it's cool that you were able to still, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of talk about like opting out and playing the mm-hmm. game for a lot of guys, you, Kalen King, Olu, who, we, who was here last night, uh, but it has to be cool to at least like have the option with Coach Franklin to be able to come and be with the team and still, you know, figure out whatever needs to be figured yeah. out, right? Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, it was important for me to finish, finish the season yeah. with, with the guys um, and obviously get this opportunity. I think the big thing is like, you know, being able to win all New York Six games, like yeah. I think being a part of that is like really special, and I, I kind of wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, that's yeah. no, a big game. Like it's it's mm. it's to play an SEC team in a New York Six game is it's huge. Do you feel like I feel like the bowl season feels so diminished to a lot of people that like it doesn't matter if you're not in the playoff. It doesn't feel that way being here right now. Do you, how do you no. guys feel about? Yeah, it? not at all. I think. Uh, you know, as soon as we start practicing um, yeah. for for bowl prep, even before we know who our opponent is, it's like good on good. We're playing against our defense pretty yeah. much almost the entire practice. It's almost like training camp. Yeah. Um, so that's taken super seriously. And then as soon as we find out who we're playing, we get right into it. Um, so you're watching these guys on film. You're hearing about them for two two and a half weeks. Uh, so by the time you're ready to play the game, it's like all right, I'm yeah. I'm sick of these guys. Like I'm ready to play. Yeah. Um, so it's almost more intense than, than a regular game week. Yeah. You get so much time, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so much planning. Uh, so I saw something I wanted to ask you about. I saw you were doing a press conference recently, and some people were tweeting at me because you mentioned, I think you said something like, Adam Brenneman told me that I should go into TV when I'm done playing. And, uh, and so have you thought about that now? Because I think someone asked you what you're going to do when you're done playing, and you were like, well, I think I, I, think I just heard I'm good on camera. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I have thought about that. Um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm good at talking. And some, yeah. like, I've been told by, you know, you and, and our media guy, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if that's something you're interested in, like, I think you do really well at yeah. it. So I have thought about it. Um, that's something that I might, you know, explore as, as yeah. you know, my time in the league continues. And 20 years from now. I have, now. yeah, <laughs> my, my off seasons, you know, I have a lot of time. That might be something I explore doing, um, you know, kind of like Micah's doing right now. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I think that's definitely something I'd be willing to look into a little more. Yeah, I think you should. I mean, it's it's a, uh, and the cool part is now you can do stuff like this or like your own podcast, your own show. Like players now do their own media stuff. Like, yeah. Isn't Micah doing his own podcast or yeah. something now? Yeah, like, that's what you should do when you're in the league. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm thinking of doing. I think it would be cool. I think, um, I think I kind of got the personality for it. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I think I'd be successful in that space yeah. for sure. I, I wanted. I think part of this conversation we'll have for a little bit is will be cool, not just for Penn State fans, but wherever you get drafted to. Yeah, we'll, like, uh, we'll, sure. we'll put this out there, like, come meet Theo Johnson, your new tight end. Uh, so I wanted to ask you uh, a little bit about your story. I know some of it, but I'm going to ask you anyway, with specifically your family and your mom and how important your family is to you. Tell me the story of, of you know, those people in your life and, and how important they are. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's kind of well documented. Um, came up from, like, rough, yeah. rough, uh, rough past um, you know, we, we didn't have much growing up. Uh, it was just really my mom kind of keeping us together. Um, and she did a lot for, you know, making sure that, 
we were where we needed to be and making sure everything was taken care of. Um, but you know, when it when it comes to what she did, like you think about how hard it is to go to law school. Like some people struggle doing that, just being a single twenty year old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she was doing that with six kids, and, and she was like in her thirties. So, um, you know, she she she's an amazing woman. She's done a lot for me, and I test a lot of my. You know my work ethic and kind of some of my mental traits to her and just kind of growing up watching how hard she worked um, and you know I, I love all my brothers like you know growing up we were button heads all the time because mm. we're in such confined spaces <laughs> with just all six of us young yeah. boys um, but now like you know you realize that at that time we didn't really have anything but each other yeah. and now you're older and you're a little more mature and you realize how much your family means to you so I'm super close with all my family. It's like awesome now. Whenever we get back home together, yeah. it's like crazy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I love I love my family, and I think you know, all, honestly, all that I do is like for them, and just yeah. making sure I'm making them proud and, and doing right by them. You got to think that like, draft night's going to be a cool a cool moment with yeah. all them, right? For you sure. Thinking about that a little bit. <laughs> I have, yeah, I'm thinking I'll probably go back home. I haven't decided what I'm going to do, but I want all my family to be there. Yeah. Um, doesn't need like I'm not probably not going to have a crazy big party like I'm not yeah. really that guy as long as I got you know the people that Family. people that, that have been there along the way you know like my coaches and a lot of people that kind of push me when I need a little bit of pushing you know yeah. as long as those people are there I think I'll be really happy with yeah. it what was you just said pushing when you need a little pushing what was a moment you, you've had so many good moments in your career at Penn State what was a moment that you had some adversity and you felt like you, know, you needed some of that pushing yeah I think um Probably after freshman year, um, obviously COVID was really tough. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my shoulder, I had shoulder issues <clears throat> as soon as I stepped foot on campus. Um, so I think that was like really tough for me. I came in, kid from Canada, um, never played American football, adjusting to being a college student, mm -hmm. adjusting to having an injury for like a serious injury for the first time. Um, so like that was like a really hard time for me, just yeah. figuring out all these different things all at once mm -hmm. um, at such a young age. Um, so it took me getting there and just really leaning on, you know, the support system I had at school, my coach mm -hmm. at the time, um, you know, some of the older guys in the room, like Pat was kind of an older guy in the room. Like I looked to him a lot of, of how he worked and his process. Cause mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that guy's like a bona fide draft pick. <laughs> like I'm gonna see how he handles his yeah. business. Um, and that's why I did. Um, so I think during that time, like right before COVID and during COVID is when I did a lot of my growing and developing and ultimately led me to play my freshman year. Yeah. What was that transition like from Canada going to State College in Pennsylvania? You guys know I love football. And this football season, I've been trying to find a new way to bet on sports. I'm sick of using casinos, the traditional way to do it. And I found the best way to do it, had to tell you guys about it. It's on Cut. Cut is the game-changing social betting platform. Look no further. This is where you got to be. It's a peer-to-peer -peer betting playground. On Cut, you can bet against your friends, bet against fellow fans on sports, politics, pop culture, and much more. It's much better than just regular sports books. Cut handles payments. So no more chasing friends for money. No more talking to a bookie. Hassle-free betting at its finest. And the best part, no more faceless casinos. It's personal and it's exciting. You can customize odds for what you want to bet on. Tailor your bets with fully customizable odds. It's your game. 
in your rules on cut. Also, we get lower VIG on cut, much lower VIG for a better betting experience for everybody, more winnings and less hassle. One of my favorite parts of cut is the social features. You can dive into group chats, betting leaderboards, head to head history and user profiles. It's like having a group of friends on a betting platform and betting against them if you want. Your betting experience just got a major upgrade when you use cut. I didn't even mention that the rewards that you get on the cut app, you get cash back every time you bet against your friends. The more you bet, the more you earn. It is a win-win for everyone. Cut is legal in 40 plus states, which I love because I'm traveling so much. It's hard to find sports books that are legal in most states. 40 plus states for cut, including those without traditional sports books. So put your money where your mouth is. It's time to fire on sports on the best new app. I've been looking for a long time and I found it. It's on cut. Use my promo code Adam B and get a 10% deposit match at cut.com. That's cut.com. K-U-T-T.com. Use my code Adam B for a 10% deposit match when you deposit money. Again, cut.com. K-U-T-T. Get a 10% deposit match when you use my code Adam B. And guys, supporting our sponsors helps us so much. Helps me personally be able to travel around the country and bring on amazing guests. So go support Cut today. What was that transition like from Canada? Going to State College in Pennsylvania? I mean, even just the cultural part, but also the football part. I Mm -hmm. mean, no offense to Canadian football. Yeah, no, I I don't take offense at all. Like, we'll always talk about, like, who has the best, like, who who played the best football in high school, and I'm, like, super silent in Yeah, you can't say a word. I don't even, like, I don't even try to, like, start the conversation. Um, it was definitely a transition, for sure. There's obviously a lot of major rule changes, like, mm-hmm. you can run 15 yards from behind the line of scrimmage before yeah. a snap, and the so goalpost is at the, the front of the end zone, and yeah. you can run a post yeah. from the three, I, I ran a post from the three-yard line, and caught it in the back yeah. of the end zone like it's 20 yard end zones yeah. so there's some things like that that are different um but i played seven on seven like i live like 10 minutes from detroit so mm-hmm. i played seven on seven in uh in the detroit area i played against kalen king jay reed kobe mm-hmm. all when i was in high school so um i'm really thankful that i did that because it kind of helped acclimate me to the rule so it wasn't like a complete yeah. shock like probably for malik mega like it was yeah. probably a complete different. shock yeah. for him um, so it wasn't as crazy for me, but it was definitely a transition, especially, you know, being in, in the States and yeah. going to a American university, a very prominent university, mm-hmm. like being around all these different people was definitely like a little bit of a culture shock. Yeah. It wasn't too bad though. I heard a story about this season. I, I think someone wrote about it, but I've heard it from a couple of the players that you gave a speech during the season to the offense mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> when the offense was struggling middle of the year. I, I'm not sure when it was. Uh, but tell me about that speech. What went into that and why did you decide to give it? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think it was after the <clears throat> either O State game or the Michigan game. And, um, you know, the, the key when you're, when you're a leader is you don't want to talk too much and then people are just like, all right, that guy just doesn't <laughs> shut up. Um, but at the same time, you, you got to, you know, pick the right times to speak up. And I felt like just reading the room and kind of the vibe of the room. I just felt like, you know, it was, it was the right time to, to mm-hmm. say something. And, you know, I spoke up and I kind of said my piece. And um, I think that I've done a good job at making sure I'm, I'm not overdoing it or underdoing it. Like I'm mm-hmm. kind of, I speak at the right times. And I think that's helped me earn respect within, yeah. within the offense in the room uh, and also the team. So, um, you know, just kind of telling the guys, like, you know, you can't just – do the things for the results. Obviously, we want to win every single game, but mm-hmm. like we have so much more to play for, and now that's kind of led us to be yeah. here in a New Year's Six Bowl game playing yeah. a, a top top 15 team. Do you feel like, you know, I was funny, I was asked the same question on BTN today. Do you feel like 
you know, you guys, especially your town of Penn State, I mean, like, consistent, really good seasons. Ten wins, ten wins. You know, five of the last seven seasons at Penn State were finished in the top 12 in the college football playoff. But there's just, just perception nationally that Penn State isn't an elite program, that Penn State can't get over the hump, specifically with Coach Franklin, too. I mean, I defend him all the time to the, in the national mm. media. Do you feel that at all, like, with the national people and in the, in the, with the – I guess the vibe around the Penn State program. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of opinions uh, throughout college football about Penn State. <laughs> yeah, um, I do think, however, like something that people don't really take into account. Like, we play in a really good, like probably one of the best divisions the best. The in, best. in, yeah, like the best division in college football. Yeah. If we were in any other division, people mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be saying the, the things that are said. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, we are, yeah. and we have to beat certain teams to kind of get over the hump that, that people say we need to get over. And um, we haven't been able to do that these last couple of years. And that doesn't mean we're not a, a really good program. We just haven't gotten to that, that point where we're able to beat those teams that we need to beat. Um, but I don't think that that means that we're somehow not a leader or not a good program. Like Coach Franken has a formula and he's been using it for a long time and it's really worked for us. And to be as consistent as we've, as we've yeah, like that we've been like, is really hard to do. Like it's yeah. like that's just a reality. That's something that we say. Like it's a lot of teams that wish they could win ten games every year. Yeah. Like it's a lot of them. And the reality is, there's not a lot of teams to do it. And yeah. and we have been able to do that. Yeah, consistency in college football is the toughest thing to do. Yeah, and that, that's been the most impressive. You, you mentioned the COVID time. I asked you about you know a tough moment. During that time, in um, you were in that hotel room by yourself. I think is the story mm-hmm. when during COVID, uh, dealing with the injuries. What what did you learn about yourself during that time? Yeah, you know, I, I've always known that I've been a hard worker, um, but it's not until like you kind of break it down to like you got nothing, yeah. like truly nothing. There's not a soul in State <laughs> College. There's like you're just kind of you in your room yeah. um, and. I learned a lot about myself and kind of the drive that I have within myself, like being able to get myself to do stuff when I have no desire to do it. No, mo- like there's mm-hmm. nobody motivating me. There's nobody telling me to do this and that. Like it's just kind of me. And as a young kid, I like obviously it was hard, but I'm grateful for that experience because, you know, that's kind of what I'm honestly what I'm walking into now. Like I'm going to be my own boss now and mm-hmm. no one's going to be making sure that I'm eating the right food and yeah. taking care of my body and, working out and doing things I need to do to be successful. So I think that time prepared me for this, this you know, yeah. era of my life that I'm about to go into. Yeah. Speaking of the NFL now and the next step, what's the one thing you're most excited about for the NFL? And then what's the one area that you that you're think is going to be a challenge? Yeah, um, I think what I'm most excited about is, you know, proving a lot of stuff not only to not only to everybody but to myself yeah, like too, you know so. i don't get too caught up in like what other people have to say about mm-hmm. me um but i just know that i'm nowhere near my potential yeah. and I, i've done some good things at penn state but i haven't like reached my potential and i'm really looking forward to like proving a lot of mm-hmm. people wrong a lot of people have stuff to say about me and i'm just looking forward to like reaching my potential and and breaking out of of all the, you know, the stereotypes or whatever people have to, the people pigeonhole me in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to really thrive in, in the right system, and I'm really excited and looking forward to that. And I think probably the biggest challenge for me is honestly probably going to just be getting adjusted to a new a new system, a new team, a new environment, um, which is not going to be too difficult. That's kind of, 
you're you're put in stressful situations a lot in college football, and you have to adapt and yeah. and learn and change. Um, I've had a bunch of different coordinators since I've been here, so I don't think that's something that's going to be too challenging for me. But that's mm-hmm. definitely going to be there's going to be a learning curve, obviously, and an adjustment period to a new city and a new vibe and a new yeah. team and new coaches and stuff. Yeah. Whatever team drafts you in in April, what what are they getting? Yeah, I think whatever team that's that's drafting me is getting a, a relentless worker, a guy that's going to do whatever it takes uh, to not only be successful for himself but for his program mm-hmm. and for his his organization. Um, I've always been a guy that's been team first ever since I got here. Um, you know, I've never complained about not getting the ball enough. It's mm-hmm. just like, what's my job and how can I do it to the highest yeah. level and how can I help my team? Um, yeah. And this year, all my leadership has been about like, like what can what what does Penn State need from me? What can mm-hmm. I provide to Penn State? Um, and I've always been a very selfless guy, and I take a lot of pride in this university and, and this yeah. program that I've been a part of. Um, and I'm going to bring that with me to wherever I go. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever organization it is, hopefully it's something that has really great tradition because mm-hmm. that's something that I, I, I'm drawn to. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to just giving myself to whatever yeah. organization and being able to help them yeah. win a lot of games. They, they should have gotten you the ball more. I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I guess what, what's your biggest strength, you think, in your game right now as a, as a tight end? Is it when someone says Theo Johnson is this kind of tight end or he's – is it that you're in? Is it that you can play all different spots? Is it that? Is it the speed you talked about? You talked about running a four four nine at the combine. Like what? What? What are they getting? This episode is brought to you by Ekron Athletics. Listen, you guys know I was an injury prone player during my playing career. Felt like I was hurt having surgery every other season. Looking back on it, I wasn't recovering the right way. So now, in my post playing career, I made it a mission to figure out how to recover best, and that's when I found Ekron Athletics. Their B thirty seven S percussion massage gun. This thing right here has changed the way I recover after big workouts. I wish I had. Had this thing when I was playing. It was named the best overall massage gun by GQ, Sports Illustrator, and other trusted publications. I'm telling you, every player and athlete out there should be using this thing to recover after workouts and games and to get loose before games and practices. And even if you're not playing sports and using it before the gym and after the gym, I use it when I'm sitting at home watching college football every Saturday. I mean, this thing is beautiful. I love it. I take it with me everywhere I go, even on the road when I travel. Oh, and the B37S massage gun is not just about a quick fix. It's got a long battery life and it it comes with a lifetime warranty guaranteeing this thing lasts much longer than my football career did. Whether you're a current athlete, a former athlete, or just an everyday person trying to stay in shape, you need to try the B37S percussion gun from Ekron Athletics. Go to EkronAthletics.com today and start recovering faster and moving easier. That's Ekron Athletics and use promo code NEXTUP for 25% off your purchase. That's E-K-R-I-N Athletics.com with promo code NEXTUP for 25% off your purchase. I guess what's your biggest strength, you think, in your game right now as a, as a tight end? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is just the versatility. Yeah, A lot of guys are like either really good at route running and like cannot block to save their life <laughs> or they're really good at blocking and yeah. they look like they're in pain when they're running routes. <laughs> um, but I, I'd like to say I'm a guy that can kind of do both. Like yeah. I can run routes, I'm a vertical threat, but I can also, you know, block a DN one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the versatility and obviously like there's still areas for improvement in those, in, mm-hmm. in those facets. But I think that being able, like having the capability to be a guy that can kind of be all that you want as a tight end 
it's like kind of something that you don't see a lot, especially right now the the modern day tight end is kind of just a big receiver. Mm-hmm. But there's still the the George Kittles out there that can kind of do everything, and that's something that um, I think I have the capability of being. And I think once I develop more into that, I think that's going to be something yeah. that I'm I'm going to become. Well, what's your favorite moment of your Penn State career? You got to pick one. Um, <clears throat> I think probably most recent. You know, it was really cool playing um, at Ford Field yeah. against Michigan State. That's like a home game for me. I, mm-hmm. I literally live 10 minutes from that stadium. Yeah. Like my house to, like you cross the border and it's like five yeah. minutes. There's a lot of people there? I had probably over 100 people there. Like, <laughs> How'd you get all those tickets? My, so I, you were I, asking I, all the teammates for Yeah, <laughs> I asked everybody for, I asked a lot of guys for tickets. I probably asked for like, I had 36 people just with my tickets. Yeah. My high school coach bought like, like literally the entire team tickets for like our high school back home and then different people here and there bought their own tickets so i had a lot of people there supporting me um obviously had a had a good game scored a touchdown um so it was just really cool and then after the game like walking out and and getting to see all the people that kind of helped me get Mm. to where i am and being just happy to see me play um which for them that was probably the last that, that was the last opportunity they'll ever get to see me play in college so that was just really cool. Uh, kind of doing that at home was, was awesome. Yeah. yeah, and you guys were just rolling on offense. Yeah. Game. That was cool to see. Yeah. All the playmakers get touches, all that stuff. So uh, let's, uh, let's, I think you got a, you have a team meeting soon, so mm-hmm. I think you got to go. Let, let's um, wrap up with a couple rapid fire questions. A little right. fun stuff, all right? Um, these were written by Ben, so we're, we'll, we'll see how they are. So let's start with this. What was, what was your bowl gift? What did you pick? Uh, we got. Amazon gift card and just like a debit card with cash on it. Dude, bowl gifts don't mean anything anymore because NIL. Yeah, no. When I played, that's all you got. It was like I a $200 gift card in the Xbox. We were fired up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't want this debit card. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I mean, I'm not going to complain. Like, it definitely got me some good dinners yeah. this week. But, yeah. What, what was your uh, first purchase you made with NIL money? Was that sweatsuit? First right there? purchase? No. <laughs> I think the first purchase I made was I, I'm like, I really like cologne, so I bought myself like a nice, nice cologne. God, for such a tough guy, you're kind of like a pretty boy, you know, for such a <laughs> tough blocker. Cologne I wouldn't, is your first I wouldn't say person. that. I, I think your smell is important. I don't think you have to be a pretty boy to smell good. That's fair, that's fair. Uh, what car do you drive? I, gri- I drive a beat down Chrysler 200. Oh, you're, you're, not, you're not on the Devon Ellis plan? No, no, over. no. I, I didn't get any, I bought that car with all my own money, didn't get anybody to help with me, so that was completely just me. Are you going to get a new one after you get drafted? Yeah, no, I'm probably going to fix it up and give it to my younger brother, and then mm-hmm. I'll get my own You know, you know what you're going to get? I don't know yet. I haven't decided that. Honestly, there's been so many other decisions that I've had <laughs> to make that's not over the line. last couple of weeks. Who my agent's going to be and where I'm going to train. I haven't. Yeah. That's stuff I can worry about down the road. Have you decided, agent, and where yeah. you're going to train yet? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, assigned with Athletes First with uh, Kyle yeah. McCarthy. He's that's also awesome. the same guy that Pat is working mm-hmm. with and Noah Fant. And yep. somebody like he represents some yeah, you know, notable tight ends. Yeah. Um, so sign with him. I'm going to train out in California with uh, Proactive, who's cool. kind of partnered with Athletes First. So I think I'm going to be in good hands with cool. them. Uh, what? Uh, uh, we're off the rails on the rapid fire. What? What's uh, you, you mentioned the combine goals? Like, what is a good combine numbers for you at all the different spots? Have you decided yet where your goals are? Like, 
shuttle and all that stuff? Yeah. What do you want to weigh? Well, I know I'm, I'm trying to, the goal for me is I, I'm usually, I've played at 260 this year. Yeah. I think if I can get down to 255, but really kind of get down the body fat and just kind of mm-hmm. get rocked up, uh, that'll be ideal for me. Um, you know, I think if, if honestly, you know, I had one agent that kind of break it down to me. If I did the exact same numbers I did in high school, mm-hmm. I would test in like the 99th percentile for all yeah. tight ends that tested. Yeah. So like, obviously the goal is to be better than that. But mm-hmm. like, if I can do what I did in high school as a high school kid, I'm going to be one of the best tight ends that's yeah. like tested at the combine. Um, I think at Penn State, I've done a 4-1-3 shuttle is my best. So like 4-1? 4-1-3, yeah. So I think if I can do that, that'll be... That would be awesome. Yeah. If four or five flat would be awesome uh, mm-hmm. with the 40. Um, anything over 10 with the, with the bra is good. I think at Penn State, I'm on the board with like a 10-8. Mm-hmm. So, Are you first on the board and everything? Uh, I think they got Zach Kuntz. Zach oh, Kuntz, is, Kuntz, I forgot. Yeah. Kuntz is on there with a good amount of stuff. It's honestly, for most of it, it's me, Mike, and yeah. like Zach for the most part on. Like for a lot of the on-field stuff when it comes to like the weightlifting it's yeah. Tyler Warren and uh Nick Bowers yeah oh, yeah Bowers <laughs> yeah the uh there's a lot of pride in that board yeah I, no, I was 100%. on it for like literally a year I had like a four three five shuttle that was on there and then it got taken down <laughs> quickly with everyone that was passing yeah. four three five is not good anymore <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it, yeah it's 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 good and it's competitive and I think it's good for like a lot of younger guys yeah. coming in like you know, giving them something to work towards. Rap, Andrew Rap, he's always talking about how, you know, I'm going to knock you off this and that. Yeah. It's like, all right. I heard he's going to be good. Yeah, no, he's going to be, he's going to be a great player. The guy's yeah. nuts. Is like, it? he's like a little loony. <laughs> you need that sometimes. Yeah, but you do need that. I think he's yeah. got a really great work ethic. He works really hard, um, really coachable. I yeah. think he's going to he's gonna be really great for Penn State once he can kind of settle in and develop a little more. Yeah. Uh, all right, last few rapid fire here. Who's the best trash talker on the team? I think probably Dre, like that guy was he just talking. Stop talking. He doesn't stop talking. He doesn't stop talking. And probably he came in as a freshman and guy was like chatting away. And usually you know how like your older guy and a freshman talks a little too much and yeah. you're like, I can't stand that freshman kid. He talked too much. That was, that was Dre. Um, and, he, and he's unapologetically him and that's kind of how he's always been. Who's the best basketball player on the Penn State team? Uh, I'd say probably Tyler Warren. Is he? He's really good. I didn't know that. Wow. No, he's really good. Um, he's, he's the guy who's good at everything. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's honestly a jack of all trades for sure. Uh, up and comer for next year. What players should we be watching out for? Uh, I think we can do the, the corner room. Yeah. Um, Elliot Washington, Zion Tracy, those guys are going to be really good. They've done a lot of great things in, in bowl prep. And, you know, from a tight end standpoint, I think that uh, Rap's going to probably settle in once he gets another full offseason of, of development. And I think, you know, Khalil Dinkins, once he gets a little bit more playing time and, and a little bit um, more flashes, I think he's going to really settle in and be a great player as well. Uh, last two. What are your thoughts on Florida State not making the playoff? I don't know. It's, it's crazy because, you know, the whole point of every game, like, is, like, I don't know, I feel like winning doesn't really mean what yeah. it's supposed to if you win every game and you don't make it but I also see the argument and I see why yeah. they didn't get in like I can kind of see it both ways but I just think about like man like how much how like unfair it probably feels to be on that team it's like we won every game we won our conference championship like yeah. what else 
what else could they have done? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just kind of a tough spot to be in. Yeah. Last one. Uh, one word to describe James Franklin. Um, consistent. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah I'd say <laughs> consistent. Um, almost to a fault. Like <laughs> The guy, you, you can know exactly what he's going to say <laughs> going into uh, yeah. to summer workouts. You know what he's going to say going into training camp. Yeah. Being like, now I've been here for four years, like I kind of got it all. Like I know what he's going to yeah. say. And it's because he's consistent, but sometimes it's like I, I, I can say what he's going to say before <laughs> yeah. he says it. You can repeat it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. I'm excited to see what yeah. you do in the NFL. Have a long career. Uh, someone asked me yesterday, what Penn State uh, player do you think is going to do the best in the NFL? I said you. So I you appreciate got, you that. You got to prove me right. I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate that. It, brother. So.